0: What's up everyone welcome yeah. to episode number 17 of res hockey well I for me it's 16 host. but I keep going yeah you're a ditcher <laughs> i am your host trev and with me welcome back yeah bush what's up hi bush?
1: guys hi people it's just me
0: welcome back you ditcher
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: who cares about work man the podcast pays the bills. Yeah. Oh, what's that? What are you drinking? Apple juice and the Edmonton Oilers glass. Absolutely, one, one win and you're all excited. Come on, man!
1: You had to win in a shootout, so that's kind of weak. A win's a a win is a win, but yeah, it was a shootout. That, your boy Hyman.
0: Yeah, I know he got a goal. Course, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> just a just a beauty tipping from uh from the german himself dry saddle that was a nice yeah. pass that was a nice touch pass not
0: looking good for the maple leafs as we speak three nothing they're losing to ottawa
1: damn oh, provincial rival
0: well they have the backup that peter morazik in that Oh yeah damn <laughs> so uh, yeah welcome back uh why did you miss episode 16.
1: well oh because i was uh sleeping and i was had to go to work that night had
0: to make the big
1: bucks i, I had, to, had to pay the bills somehow i couldn't really call calling sick and then all of a sudden be on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i told my
0: brother yeah I, i'm sitting and i can see when bush drives up and down the road <laughs> And I know. I heard enough, you while we were recording. I saw you, you see drive by. was <laughs> like there's that asshole going to work. <laughs> <That's> that. <laughs> <It> just <laughs> yeah. So uh, my mom messaged and she listened to the podcast with Sean and I, and she goes, "Holy man, you ever swear a lot? <laughs> That's <laughs> Bush's fault and Sean's fault. I'm sorry, mom. I usually don't swear, not like Bush." So, yeah, like I said, welcome to episode number 17. And for our guest for this episode is Mr. Alfie Misho from currently lives in Vienna, Maine, but is from good old Selkirk, Manitoba. Mm -hmm. Alfie is a former pro goalie, played for Vancouver Canucks, Manitoba Moose, Kansas City Blades, Peora, Peoria, Riverman. Who else did he play for? Play for a lot of But anyways, yeah, Alfie's on the show. Great guy. He's uh, currently the assistant coach at the University of Maine, where he played college hockey.
1: You okay, Bush? No, I'm good. I am got my. I got a list here that I want to name off, but I have to bring oh, it all up. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Let's get to that. Okay, let's get to that. Uh, <laughs> First, we'll get the Cuz of the Week out of the way. Cuz of the Week for episode number 17, and he was nominated. So uh, Cuz of the Week is Mr. Ryan Tyre. Ryan Tyre is a uh, friend of the show, fan of the show. He currently lives in Sudbury, I think. Well, he's like lived in Ottawa him and he's from Moose Lake Moose Factory area and I've known him for years and years. So thanks, Ryan. Keep listening to the show. He's one of those miners. So uh, works at the mine. Does that seven on seven off shifts. So oh, that's yeah. He was, he was nominated. Uh, I won't say his name, but uh, his name is Sean. Sean, my brother, <laughs> nominated him. So, so there you go. Because of the week, Mister Ryan Tire shout outs go
1: ahead boss Start it uh, off. I wasn't here on episode 16 because i had obligations <laughs> uh, i'd like to give a shout out to uh, our boy kelly arsenal out in calgary good friend of ours and also okay i got a long list here
0: holy shit
1: man well dude we're gonna, yeah. start, we're gonna start charging yeah anyway so it's uh because uh you know i miss all of them that uh, i might go back and uh, see them once in a while but To all the Jets players. (laughs) Marxy, Bowen Alcock. Bowen, if you're listening, I used to play hockey with your dad. You're old, man. Give you a little uh, of my age bracket here. Uh, Braden Siemens. Yeah. Brady. Brady. Uh, Braden Keast. I think that's his name. Sorry, you're you're added by cap. Penny, our boy, Brandon. Penny. Yeah, Penny. Crystal Templeton. Temps. Yeah, Cole Forsyth. You didn't play with him last year, though.
0: Coley? Yeah, he did. You played a couple years ago. I played with Coley.
1: Oh, maybe it's, Oh. Sorry, yeah, you were there so uh, yeah, sporadically. No one, know, one knows. Boy. Yeah. Uh, Cullen, the, the founder, I guess you'd call him. Dan Bishop. Drew Walski out in Dr- Dryden. Drewski.
0: Drew. Drew. Come, Come back to yeah. town, man.
1: Yeah, Our boy, Jetty. Jetty. Just, yeah, Jordan. You know, Carabic's co-worker, Justice, Kennedy, Hawks. And uh, I guess we can't really forget about LT. He plays on the Jets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> LT. Uh, Logan Lillico. If you need some some stuff at friends, go talk to him. Uh, a couple new players. Madison Maya. I haven't played this year. So, Reese. And then there's oh, we,
0: got,
1: we got Roger Beauchamp. Raj from Manaki, the De- mayor of Manaki, <laughs> yeah, our boy cap, damn. Up, cap? Yeah. And uh the last guy on the list is some guy named Trev. What's Those up? are my shout outs. I miss you guys. I'm a- yeah, I'm- I am miss I'm- you guys too. Eh? We should go visit. We should go visit. I think they play Friday night. Do they? Next Friday night. Some Friday night.
0: I got old timers on Friday, man.
1: <laughs> Priority.
0: Sorry, guys. I'll see you, yeah, see you at the next game. Yeah, I saw Cap on Tuesday. Skated oh, at yeah. TNC. Nice. You should have came to TNC, man. On Tuesday, for those that don't I'm know, sure TNC again. TNC is a skate group that we have here in town. It's called Tuesday Night Crew. Crew. Yeah, yeah just a bunch a of Tuesday. guys get together and just scrimmage and. Jay Rolla that. runs it. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Jay. So the, yeah, Meds was there too. Meds likes listening nice. to the show. So yeah, it was a good group. I think we had. Yeah. He was a cousin, wasn't he? No, not Meds. I don't think so. Yeah, I think we just. No, it was a shout
1: out. We just oh, yeah. gave. So there was fifteen guys. So that's just perfect. Yeah. Oh, and Luke Garrell. Gotta give a shout out to him. Brown
0: eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we always see that to each other. Brown eyes, <laughs> so yeah, what's up, boys? Miss you guys. Yeah, see you guys soon. We'll see you soon. Are you tempted to come out of retirement? I'm very tempted.
1: Other... I'm extremely tempted. Those guys sound like they're having fun again. Well, it's it's fun to play with those guys. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, but I just want to
0: don't want to pay for it in the morning, though. <laughs> just wait. That's the only does not get easier? it's not too bad at old timers so far. So. (laughs) Oh yeah. One thing that people have been asking me, they'll inbox me or they'll ask me if they see me in person, like what is Bush's real name? It's on my Facebook, but people don't see your Facebook though. Sometimes
1: it used to be on my, MySpace. (laughs) It used to be on my, uh, High five! My high five! I almost, I almost activated high five uh, last week when Facebook was down and Instagram. Do they still have a high five? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Someone use a Google machine and get back to us. Is there is high five still around? That used to be the shits, man. Oh yeah, I used I used MySpace a lot. Used to get uh, why?
0: Just were you like a like a unsigned? Musician that just played your uh, acoustic guitar and just hoping to get <laughs> discovered? Harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Always blowing something, this guy. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you got a dirty mind. Uh, I got something bad right away. Well. Did you uh, watch the opening night between. Uh, Vegas I was working and Seattle. Oh, yeah, you work. Come I was on, working you, Tuesday night. You have serious radio though. You must tune in and listen to the games.
1: No, I was listening to the baseball game.
0: Oh yeah. That was a good game. I watched the Seattle Vegas game. It came down to the wire. Vegas mm. won 4-3, but they and had con-
1: a controversial goal. I saw that one.
0: Okay. The NHL is saying this. You can read you can redirect. The puck with your skate, but it can't. But you can't kick it in. But how does new. that make sense? Does that make sense?
1: That doesn't make sense at all. Once, once you're directing it,
0: you're, kick, you're that's a kicking you're, motion, you're, right?
1: It's a forward. It's a distinct forward motion, I think.
0: Because how? Is, I don't know. I, I don't understand that. That's you know what? When come playoffs, that's gonna make or break a game, right? That oh, direct yeah, or even well. that.
1: Or even that new cross-checking penalty. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's soft. There's gonna be a lot of gray areas, a lot of a lot of there's when it comes boils down to it's gonna be either a lot of non-calls in the playoffs or everybody gets called and there's gonna be like power plays every like maybe three minutes, four minutes.
0: Did you ever cross check someone so hard that you broke your stick?
1: No. No, no, I I just made my my one ten flex bend like a like a bow though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're as a men's league. This is this is when I first got into the league or whatever, and uh, this guy was slashing my goalie like four times. So I took my Easton tent, my one ten flex, and I just just I just I cross checked him in the. I didn't want to get his spine, so I made sure I got his shoulder blade. But I made sure that no he better. Felt my stick bend. yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean you can, you know, you're not paralyzed, but I want but he felt my stick bend, and so did I. And he screamed at me, like, what did I do that for? Then I I just smiled. I said, Why the whistle went, buddy, it's men's league. Why are you slashing the goalie like that? <clears> he <throat> said, do You want to play like that? Then then be prepared to uh get played like that. I, I no. To... I crossed a. Cu- I broke a couple sticks
0: cross checking in well slashing a couple times. That's all wooden sticks though, so it's a different, it's mm. a different time. Well, one one time this guy slashed me, so I threw him down. Then with my stick, I cross checked him. And I just went down and cross checked him on the ice. Oh yeah, <laughs> but eh, it was a nice. Yeah, my stick broke on that one, but I think my wooden stick was all dried so it wasn't as bad as as it is. You're you're a Sherwood? Yeah, very dried up Sherwood. We used to get coho sticks. Oh. There weren't coho revolution sticks. Yeah. I was I always know one Sherwood. This one time we were playing in a tournament I can't remember I think it was the Goodwill tournament and we were playing for Big Grassy and Ian Lockman and Jermaine attitudes the three of us, we uh, only had one stick each. And the guy who <laughs> ran the grassy team, he goes, okay, let's go to, I'll uh, take you to the plate again and I'll buy you a stick. I was like, okay. Then we just waited inside his car and he went inside plate again. And he came out holding like six Eastern sticks. <laughs> we were thinking like, holy shit, this guy's going to buy his sticks. I was like, right on. Then we were, Using them during the game, they were just uh woody. They were just uh, spray painted. They were wooden sticks, oh. but they looked like Eastern like S sixteen oh, okay. sticks. Yeah, I was like, they were shitty. Dude. We were all <laughs> excited for nothing, thinking they were actually Easton synergy uh yeah. sticks <laughs> or <Those> just wooden sticks. <laughs> Good old wooden sticks. What else? Oh, yeah, your Oilers won last night. Yeah, they in did. A shootout. In a shootout. You would think got that problems. the NHL would put Van, I mean, Enverton and Calgary in that home opener, right? Season opener, provincial
1: rivalry. But no, it's got to go Hawkeye and Canada. That's the, the first doesn't. game of the year, man. It doesn't matter. Look at Toronto, Toronto,
0: Montreal. Yeah. Toronto, Montreal.
1: You're telling people to look at Toronto-Montreal because no one ever watches Toronto-Montreal. and Montreal.
0: Well, Toronto doesn't need a shootout to win.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Got me there.
0: Tiss-tiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's going to be a really good power play, though. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Hyman... Nugent Hopkins,
1: mm-hmm. nurse, a nurse or Barry. No, they got Barry on as far as one timer, but they, but they don't, but they're not playing Keith on the first popper unit. Did you get, see him get smoked last night? <laughs> Holy,
0: that was a classic
1: you, you got rock good time old school hit. Shit, eh? Yeah,
0: him at thirty eight years old, he's gonna be barely getting out of bed. Like, a <laughs> yeah. great star. But uh, thumbs up to that one guy who tried to go fight Myers after, but didn't didn't throw one punch and <laughs> nope. got tossed around. Give him an A for trying.
1: A for, yeah, A for trying. He's like, what, five? He's like six foot. 5 11 going up against that fucking six foot eight defenseman. <laughs> good
0: luck, kid. Yeah, Reach for the stars. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's uh, head over to our interview with Alfie. Yeah, we will. So uh, we'll be right back, yo.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Don't go nowhere. Hey, Raz Hockey. We would like to introduce you for episode number 16 from Vienna, Maine. That's where you live
2: now? That's where I am, yeah. I'm in Vienna, yeah, but originally from Selkirk, Manitoba. So,
0: uh, Mr. Alfie Michaud, welcome to the show there, Alfie.
2: Uh, thanks a lot, Izzy. Appreciate it, uh, Bush. Thanks for uh, you guys having me and uh, looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you on the show. We kind of mixed schedules, cross-schedule a couple of times, but finally we're able to meet, which is good, especially before you're your season. Cause I know once your season starts, you're super
2: busy. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a crazy summer. Um, so yeah. Looking forward to it.
0: Okay. Uh, let's start, start off. I want to start where uh, it pretty much all began back in your junior days. You played for the Labrette Eagles of the Saskatchewan junior hockey league. Um, mm-hmm. They're a, a storied franchise. They're not with us no more, but like they're still a legend, legendary organization though. Tell us a little bit
2: of your, uh, LeBrette playing days, mm-hmm. uh, labrette Playing days. Well, I went there in 92, 93, actually it was their inaugural year. Um, you know, vice chief Marley Watson, uh, you know, convinced my dad and my mom to, to have me come out to Saskatchewan from Manitoba and try out and, and uh, as luck it, believe it or not, I didn't make the team, uh, but Morley is, uh, you know, he's he's got a smooth uh, smooth way and a smooth, uh, he's a smooth talker. And he talked my parents into the fact that playing midget double A in Saskatchewan would be a great thing for me. It would allow me to be around the junior team as a 17-year-old. I was one of those late bloomers and, uh, you know, he was right. I... You know, I played, uh, played midget double-A. We didn't have a strong team at all, um, but I, I met some of my best friends there um, doing it. So you talk about the development piece, not only as a hockey player, but as, just as a person where you're, you're growing. And, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was really the best thing for me. I played in Librette double-A. Uh, that's where I kind of got initiated into the, uh, the senior men, native hockey stuff, uh, (laughs) played, played, played in tournaments after our midget season and playing against men. And, uh, it was definitely the highest level I played. Um, you know, that, that really shaped me. You know, I tell people all the time, like playing those extra, probably 30 games or so, um, after our season in midget, that kind of really, really helped me figure it out. And then, uh, Went back as an 18-year-old and made the team, and actually started all year. They made a trade, got put on the bench for playoffs, but uh, that next year I got to start and and I got my scholarship. But uh, it it was a great time. It really was. Like you know, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I was their first mascot in LeBret. I was Eddie the Eagle. I put on the freaking the eagle the eagle <laughs> mascot suit, but in hindsight when i think about it i just wanted to be around the team you know i wanted to be around the organization um it was such a neat culture and uh it just you know you talk you talk to people now they're so proud of the eagles way back when and uh, i think yeah i i think i was no different you know i was a young 17 year old kid and yeah i danced in the stands i Put on my skates i chucked freaking old dutch potato chips to the to the, <laughs> to the fans uh during intermission so anything just to be around the team and uh yeah just it all worked out so
0: yeah, uh, we, hold on best okay, okay. Two names that come to mind to me like when you were in labret uh dean roach and derek etherington they're from moose factory moose knee area how were they back in the day
2: Rochi was a skilled, uh, skilled dynamic forward. Obviously he got a scholarship into the U S Duke, uh, Etherington was a big, tall, lanky kid, uh, pound for pound. One of the tougher guys I've met, uh, we were actually roommates, uh, my 18 year old year. And, uh, you know, Duke was really quiet, quiet and really shy. And, uh, but when he got on the ice, he was one of those guys that, uh, you know, he'd fight anybody. And, and Duke was all about the offense. He did not spare any expense on defense. His, uh, I think his thought process is you got to uh, take a few to give a few. So uh, he did that well. He was, you know, a quiet guy. But like I said, he was probably one of my better friends in my librette days for sure right on okay so after labrette
1: uh, you played at the university of maine what was that experience like
2: it was uh yeah it's life-changing right you don't uh you don't realize how close you are um you know as those guys is telling you off off air like mm-hmm. in junior hockey kids don't realize how close they are like you know you look at brady keeper zach white like those guys we're two years out of junior a hockey playing in the National Hockey League. You know, we had Brady at Maine. Uh, he come come to us, played two years, and then uh, after his sophomore year, that spring, he's playing in a game against Ottawa, you know, and it's, it's that close. Um, obviously, going to college hockey, it was a big, uh, big shock for me. Um, you know, I, I probably wasn't nowhere near ready, but just where we were at as a program, I got to start right away um you know to go in our our starting goalie uh turned pro uh late in the season I think it was August and then they kind of got stuck with me to start so it was uh probably a struggle for our coaches uh that first year but you adapt to it I I know it was uh I was really scared about the school piece I, I wasn't a strong student in high school um you know, so that, that, took time, but to be honest with you, like I tell kids now in my recruiting process, like, um, cause you get a lot of kids and, and, you know, we've recruited kids that, that weren't the greatest of students. And it's not that they're not great students. It's just, they didn't know how to study proper. Right. And they don't know the the habits you need to to have and, and stuff. And I was no different. Like I struggled to start and, but guess what? They got me help. Um, Taught me how to, you know, how to read textbooks in a way that I I can remember better and and learn how to take notes better and and then then obviously at the end of the day you got to test better. So once I figured that out, um, it's just another place to play hockey, right? And Maine is a special place. Uh, you know, obviously I'm here coaching now, but um, at the time uh, we were one of the top programs in the country. So it was. It was pretty cool. You're coming playing in front of 5,500 fans every night. Um, you know, you're traveling. I, I hadn't really been anywhere in my life. Uh, you know, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, probably furthest east was uh, Kenora. And then all of a sudden I'm flying around to these different places playing <laughs> hockey. And uh, so it was pretty eye-opening. But uh, you grow from that stuff. And, uh, yeah, my time at Maine was was awesome. I was, I was one of the few that's won my my last college hockey game, you know, we won, uh, my junior year. Then I signed with the Canucks. So, uh, very proud of those accomplishments. And, uh, now, like I said, then you move on, but now I'm back and I'm excited to be back, uh, kind of where we're really, you know, where, yeah, the, those guys helped me get to the national hockey league. So I'm forever thankful for sure.
0: You were fortunate enough to play like all over Europe, all over North America. Which, uh, which team was your favorite team to play for?
2: You know, that, that's a tough, one. obviously the national hockey league to be able to, you know, I only played two games, but to be able to sit on the bench, uh, you know, for quite a few there, um, you know, when I first got called up, I probably sat, sat on the bench for 15, 20 games, uh, my first year, uh, which was really cool. Like, like Mark Messi was our captain. Marcus Naslin was just, just turning into what Marcus Naslin was, Todd Bertuzzi, Brendan Morrison, all those guys. And then obviously you're in awe because, you know, I'm, I'm playing alongside Gar Snow and, and Kevin Weeks and there's so many neat things. So I, I'd say that obviously, cause it's a dream come true. It's like you put that Jersey on or when I got called up and you walk in the locker room and you see your Jersey hanging up and, and you're like, what the heck? And then I remember putting it on for the first time. I was just like, the, the flood of memories and flashbacks from when I was a little kid growing up on this. They, they called it Sesame Street where I grew up because it was literally a um, kind of low rental place. Like you guys all know, it's like a lot of native kids, all different different color kids. And it's and probably freaking... 50, 60 of us playing hockey and ball hockey and every which game. So like those kind of memories all flash back. And then obviously the memories to your family, right? You're, for me, it's my, uh, my mom and dad, my brother and sister, cause they sacrificed so much, uh, for me to be even, even have an opportunity. Um, and then, and then, yeah, then, then you go through, right. You go through all your coaches and then some great friends along the way that, that help you get there. Cause it's, uh, it's a tough road. Like we just, I just watched the thing on Ted talks tonight about sacrifice and, and what an athlete does at all levels. And, uh, you know, I was no different, but you know, there was plenty of times. I freaking felt like, uh, turning around and just going home, but you got, you got coaches and mentors and, and, and friends that just, they just, they're there for you and they help you get through, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It just, yeah, it, uh, it's pretty surreal for sure. But I would say there, and then, you know, I, honestly, every, every place I played was a pretty special place to be honest with you. Um, Kansas city was cool cause it's Kansas city. And, and then you're going watching, uh, Kansas city chiefs games on a Sunday night or, or Sunday afternoon. I thought that was cool. Peoria, um, it was a place that was really good to me. And then, obviously, being in Europe, you know, I played. Really fortunate, I played in Germany, Finland, and Denmark. All three countries were beautiful countries, and uh, and all three cultures were were awesome and and treated myself and my family great. But obviously, Vancouver—that's that's that's the special one because, you know, that's a dream. uh, Yeah, that's a that's a dream come true for any any kid growing up in a small town, Canada. So uh, I'd say it'd be there for sure.
1: Okay, good. That's good. Okay, now you're an assistant coach with uh, with your alma mater. All right. Uh, can you tell us what the day in a life of a t- coach at a college hockey level is like? Like from yeah. when, as soon as you get up, the uh, don't exclude anything. We want the coffee. We want, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs>
2: well, so... Well, this we'll just go by last night to today. Uh, so last night I had to go do a talk show. Um, they did a talk show radio. Don't ask me why we got to go do it live, but I had to be there at eight o'clock at night. Um, I commute, so I, I live a ways away from where where school is. So what what happened here is a pro? Um, you know, when I turned pro, end up marrying a girl in the area. So we built a home. Um, we built a home here. So then when I, I summered here as, as I was playing pro in Europe and all over, um we chose not to move, move up to Orno. So I don't live up in Orno and Bangor commute every day, uh 87 miles each way. Um <laughs> so last night I had this show, eight o'clock it ended, and uh and so my routine usually on a Friday, Saturday night is I'll sleep up at I'll sleep up at the rink. You know, I gotta a nice fancy blow up mattress. I blow it up. Uh, <laughs> I always, I always get chirped because I got a lot of friends in the area and they're like, you can come stay. at my." I'm like, I really love being at the rink. It's, it's what I do. It's what I am. Um, so I blow up my blow up mattress. Uh, so yeah, I watched hockey till whatever, 1030 last night. And uh, my wake ups usually at five Oh three every morning. So I was up at five Oh three and you literally go right to the, I got my laptop and I got my big screen TV right there. So the big screen goes on, um, to NHL hockey highlights. Cause now I'm already clicking into coaching mode. You're always looking for things that NHL guys are doing things that we're teaching. You know, um, I talked to Jamie Compon today. He's the assistant coach with, uh, with the jets. Cause obviously I follow them close being from that area. And we were talking about some things, but you know, Anaheim beat them 4 one, but you know, we were talking, you know, me and Jamie were talking about defense stuff and, and their defense and uh, you know, but I'm watching those highlights at five o'clock this morning and I'm, I'm clipping them um, because Anaheim scored two goals that we were just introducing or, or talking about with our hockey team. So that started at five. Uh, then I went through my penalty kill Um, you know, cut clips, get ready or, so we, you know, all the kids are probably in the rink by no later than eight 30. I'd say a lot of guys are in the rink by seven 30. Um, they have skills, optional skills. So, you know, uh, today wasn't a goalie day, so I didn't go on the ice with the goalies. So I did video prep and then we had a nine 30 meeting. Um, so I presented on our penalty kill, went through that probably a eight, 10 minute meeting. And, uh, then the big boss, uh, coach Bard talked for a while. And then we were on the ice at 9:50. Uh, probably went about an hour today, 10:50, They were off for a lift at 11:15. Uh, I was back in my office when they're on the lift, I'm back in my office making phone calls. Um, kind of got to catch up with people are calling. Um, we get coaches from all over, all over the country, uh, calling, letting us know about kids. So we follow up right between uh, video different, you know, I have Instat, I have these different video software kind of, um, you know, hockey programs that I can watch video on guys. And that's what we do. And went through practice, we clip clips out of practice to, to make sure we're, we're practicing with the right habits and details that we want to teach. And we're always correcting and hopefully giving back some positive feedback and yeah, went for lunch, had a little sushi today, uh, went for a walk on campus, grabbed some sushi, um, me and me and the big boss, and then we came back. We talked about practice for tomorrow, and then you're back on the horn, um, making calls. Um, the, the watching hockey never ends, you know, that literally, uh, it's just... I have, sometimes I have the TV on and and the computer on at the same time, and you're bouncing back and forth on kids and, um, and then probably making a phone call. And then, so today I left the office at four, which is a little bit earlier than normal. Um, And so I I got an hour and a half commute. So I'm usually on the phone. It's, it's what we do. Um, We're on the phone a lot. And uh, so I talked, like I said, I mentioned, I talked to Jamie Compon, So I caught up with him and we talked some stuff, and then I uh, called a couple of agents and talked to them, and uh, got home and had some dinner. And then I had to run and pick up my daughter from dance, and uh, and now I'm with you guys. So, And then when I'm done with you guys, uh, I'll probably go down in my basement, and I'll turn it on to ESPN, because there will be hockey on. It's probably, you know, I try to get – Try to get in the hopper back in bed by about 10 30, but I usually get in a game and then at least a period of the West Coast game. So
0: when you're scouting a potential player, what do you look for?
2: Well, uh skating. Skating's that's a premium, right? Um, you just watch these NHL guys how they get up and down the ice. That's what draws you to somebody for sure. Either they're an ugly skater or they're or they're they're an in-between skater where you're hoping that they can grow or they're an elite skater. So the skating piece right away. And then, you know, are they making an impact in the game, you know, and guys can make it different ways. Like we're not looking, you know, believe me, we all want the Crosby's or the Ovechkin's or, but those are far and few between, right. It's how do you find a kid that you can see there's, there's potential growth there to play at our level. So, uh, you know, size isn't, a huge, huge thing, but but if if we, you know, if I got a six-two centerman that can skate opposed to a, a 5'8 centerman, I'm taking the 6'2 guy, you know. Um, and then compete, right? That that's that's just I, I know it's a cliche, but just the best in the world are just so darn competitive that uh when they when they lose the puck, they work so hard to get it back, and then when they have it they just don't let anybody take it, you know, and it's having that, that compete that second effort. And then, uh, and then you're probably digging into what kind of human being he is. You know, that's, that's everything you're bringing in, you're bringing in somebody into your culture into what you believe in, it has to be the right individual. Cause, um, I've seen it time and again, you bring in the wrong one or two individuals and it can just break down everything that you're trying to build. So, uh, We dig deep, man. We go into Instagram, we're in Twitter on those kids. We are checking their Facebooks. Like, uh, I'm calling coaches, I'm calling, you know. I had a talk, believe it or not. I was out in Alberta uh, a couple of weeks ago. I asked the Zamboni guy what kind of kid he was, you know, and it turned out the kid wasn't as good a kid as everybody thought he was. Like, he was a little bit of a jerk to the Zamboni driver, you know. you guys have all been in rinks. Like mm-hmm. who's mean to the Zamboni drive? You know, <laughs> like those guys are like, you're, you're just thankful. They're cleaning ice for you so you can play hockey, Right. Yeah. And this guy just wasn't good to the Zamboni drive. Like, and that was one of his, you know, and, and that's just a red flag. That doesn't mean we don't take him. It just means that we got to do a little more digging. We got to find out, and make sure he's like, cause at the end of the day, like you just want, you want to work with good people, you know? And, and, um, you know, and that's what you try to do. And then I look into their family situation. How is it? Is it, is it stable, not stable? Um, I'm not saying they have to be the perfect uh, mom and dad and the white picket fence, but you want some stability for sure there to help that kid along. Cause it's, it gets hard, man. It gets hard. Like I said, I, I had, you know, I wanted to go home when I was in LaBrette, you know, many a times, many a times I called home and told my dad, like, I want to come home, I'm homesick, you know, and I had a, you guys probably know the name Courage Bear, like, Courage Bear was unbelievable to me, Morley Watson, like, those guys helped me grind through, um, and not give up on, on, on the dream, you know, so, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, you're trying to look for a kid with some thick skin and, and and character, and there's a lot of intangibles for sure, but, uh, you know? So hopefully that answers your question.
0: Mm -hmm. What advice would you give first nation kids that, uh, that are interested in wanting to play college hockey? Um, but just not too sure like where to go.
2: Yeah. You know, I think first just go to school, show up. You know, I I tell that I I obviously traveled, I've been really blessed with being able to be around some pretty cool people, you know, Reggie Leach and Jamie Leach shoot to score hockey, you know, those, those guys took me under their wing and to be able to hear Reggie talk and, and Johnny Shabbat, he runs first assist, you know, like these guys, like it always came back to like, like you're preaching about education and school, like just show up first off. Like, that's the first thing, like I had a strict dad and I never missed school. And probably by always going to school, I learned something just by being there, whether I was all in or not. I think that's the first thing is just go show up and, and you'd be surprised how much you learn. And then, and then second, like, like, you know, ask for help. If you're, if you're struggling in school, there's, there's always people around that are going to help you, you know? And, and, and I really believe that. Um, it just feels like, we're, we're a real shy type sometimes, a lot of those kids and, uh, they get put in tough situations. You're on the reserve. Then all of a sudden you're off the reserve and you're, you're in environments that, you know, don't really instill the confidence, you know, I, I, yeah. So just, and then do as best you can, right. If you can make grades, like I always tell kids in my recruiting process, like the better grades you have, man, the more opportunities you have. So here in in the U.S., Division One college, there's 62 teams. Well, 60 60 of them any kid in, in the world can go to. Obviously, the, I believe it's Army and uh, Air Force. You know, you have to be an American citizen. Um, but then everything else. So if you're a good student, well, guess what? You can get into Harvard. You can get into Yale. Uh, you can get into those Ivy Leagues. But if you're not a good student, you, you're, you're crossing off 20 good schools, maybe 30 right off the get-go, you know? So, you know, ask for help, you know, and, and as far as, you know, reach out to me, like, like I said, you, you guys, you guys can have, I can give you my, uh, my th- I'll talk to anybody when it comes to helping people out, um, ask your advisors at school, um, your, your call, your, your counselors, like they can look into it if you go to o r g that's great information uh, for these kids because you actually have to have certain courses, um, 13 courses, core courses to get into college here down in the States. So, you know, you, you got to be taking the right courses too, but I know it's tough. It's tough for these kids. You know, the the CHL gets jammed down their throats uh, all across Canada and Hey, and that's a, it's a great, that, that's a great option. I'm, I'm not, I'm never ever going to, gonna trash uh that's it's the best junior hockey in canada and you look at how many kids it's put in through pro in the nhl it's just you know we're another option that's how i just tell kids we're another option um you know it worked out well for me because i was a late bloomer i wasn't good enough to play junior hockey uh at least major junior hockey at age 17 uh 16 so it all worked out but uh you know, it's just another avenue for these kids. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that'll definitely help for sure.
0: Okay. Before we go, we're going to finish off the interview with, uh, we have these five rapid niche questions, just kind of like a joking around questions. Nothing too serious. Yeah. Okay. We'll start, uh, number one, baked or fried bannock. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh gosh my daughter makes an unbelievable big but I, I I love fried I really I I love fried milk, but...
0: okay number two ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain
2: oh yeah for sure my mom my mom <laughs> uh, she might even still have uh, sheets hanging in the windows now you know so uh, <laughs> yeah for sure see it everywhere <laughs> number three ever see Ernest Munias live in concert I did. I went up to, uh, went up to Brady keepers. Uh, they did a big thing for him up in cross Lake and I was, I was invited and, uh, I actually flew on the plane with them and he sang on the way up. <laughs> I actually did. I didn't realize who I was sitting next to. I was like, God, this guy looks so familiar. Then once he got off and then I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah. So I, I had it. I had the YouTube, you know, what's that one song he has, I had the YouTube out and, uh, I tease, uh, I, what is it? Girl. Yeah. The one that he sings about the girl. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always, uh, I always send that to Brady when he gets in the fight with Shailen. So I, I you know, I'll send it all the time. So
0: number four, Indian taco or Bannock burger,
2: Bannock burger. I'm a big burger guy. So, uh, yeah, but that's not to say I don't want to discredit the Indian taco because that's dynamite When you look at this, you know I'm uh, I'm, <laughs> dipping, I'm dipping. Uh, I'm going both ways. So,
0: okay, fifth and last question: Can you jig?
2: I can. Actually, I can jig. Uh, I I used to square dance. I actually was part of an actual square dance team. We went in competitions back in my my younger years when I uh, when I thought I was an athlete. <laughs> right on that's good answers good answers
0: well alfie we uh like to thank you for coming on the show and uh, wish you
2: and the main Bears all the best in the upcoming season hey appreciate it guys thanks for the time i uh, just want to say thank you to uh to indian country out there thanks for the support i get tons of texts and, and uh, messages all the time and i appreciate it and uh Again, anything I can ever do, um, you know. Find me on Facebook. Uh, always willing, and uh, you know, you guys all be safe out there.
0: All right, thanks. Take care, and we'll see, talk to you again. Yep. Thanks, all right, boys. Take care. Welcome back, everyone. That was a great interview with Alfie. That was. Yeah, I mean, he he's correct that. There's a lot of First Nation kids that can play college hockey, and I hope definitely. they definitely oh. have the skill. Yeah, like you see, Brady Keeper, mm-hmm. see Zach Whitecloud. Like there can be more kids like that, and I hope to to see it. So, there's a lot of potential out there. So, thanks, yeah. Alfie, for coming on the show. That was that was awesome. Oh, I thought I had to burp, but I didn't. Nope, <laughs> nope. Okay, we're gonna do our res hockey top five. Okay, we this will, week, yeah. this week we are doing the top five. How how would we say this? Top five college, college school nicknames. Yeah, does that sound right? right? Let's let's go with that. Yeah, college school nicknames, team
1: names. Team names. There we go. There
0: we go. We got it. There we go. Yeah. That's the way. Let's go. Okay. Number four is Niagara University Purple Eagles. Yeah. We got to keep it traditional. Eagles. Eagles Eagles. eagles are purple. What?
1: I said some Eagles are purple.
0: Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Good school. They have a good uh, hockey program. Not not a really big hockey program, but uh, they've been around for a long time. Um, Brad Brandon Stanley from Sulacoat, He plays for Niagara Purple Eagles, and we're gonna have him on the show. Okay, good. So that's uh, number five. What the hell? Bush is playing with his beard. Is <laughs> debating about something. You done with your headset yeah okay number four, four. you know what you
1: got to go back and edit because you said number four to start with and now you're going to number four again
0: what did i say number four i'm not yeah, getting it, it. it. it takes too long. okay
1: <laughs> niagara was
0: number five <laughs> sorry i can't count yet Ni- niagara's number five number four is your alma mater bemidji, bemidji state, state beavers, beavers.
1: <laughs> they were only division two when i was there that's why I didn't play hockey. I wasn't good enough. Bush went to I'm Bemidji State for seven years. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Come on,
0: just say it. Just say.
1: It.
0: <laughs> but uh, they're another small town with a good uh, hockey program. Yep. They, uh, their colors are green and white. Mm-hmm. Any big names that went to Bemidji State Beavers? Zach Whitecloud. Okay. Zach Whitecloud, you yep. went the Bemidji State. Who else went there?
1: To- used to captain the Calgary Flames. Can't remember his name. Joel Otto. Yeah, Joel Otto. He's a good. True, there's, you know, there's a the guys are telling me the good. There's a true story. Um, the coach for uh, BSU for the Beavers there were that year that Bemidji State went perfect record fifteen and zero. That's so. Coach is flustered. Can't remember his names. All always even though the the names are written on the back of the jersey, you know, you get to a point where you don't know, you can't speak, uh, you're just flustered. He just I guess the guys are saying that uh coach is yelling at him, Are you fifteen, get out there? What is Joel Otto? But I guess uh Joel Otto. You, uh, Joel Otto comes back to the school once in a while and says hi to coach. Pretty neat. Did you uh you should have challenged him to a fight. I was going to, but I had fear and common sense.
0: <laughs> he was a big boy. He was, he was like, got 6'4, mm-hmm. 20. He was more of a check and forward, right? When he played in the show, like Calgary, Flyers. Yeah. Who else did he play? Just those two teams? I don't only know. two teams I can remember. But yeah, number four is your uh, alma mater, Bemidji yep. State Beavers. Number three is Miami Redhawks. That's a cool name, Redhawks. Um, they, they're based out of Ohio, and they play in the Central Collegiate Hockey Association. I had a bu- couple of buddies that played junior mm-hmm. when they went to Miami. I wasn't really uh, – when they said they're going to Miami, I was like, I didn't know Miami <laughs> had a university team, and I thought it was like Miami, Florida. Oh, yeah. Not Miami, Ohio. I, I have no idea where it is. But they have red and white jerseys, and their logo is pretty sweet. So, again, we're going traditional and Hawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, number two on our list is Alaska Anchorage Seawolves. Um, that's a pretty cool name, Seawolves. What is a sea wolf? Whatever pretty. it is, it's pretty, it'd be pretty cool to see one be pretty scary. Yeah, but it'd be pretty cool though. I think their colors are green and green and white as well. So I like that name. Seawolves. Alaska Anchorage. And the number one name the for school names is University of Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Lowell. (laughs) you <laughs> got there, man.
1: University of Massachusetts,
0: Massachusetts, Lowell River Hawks. There you go, River Hawks. Uh, River Hawks. Who went to River Hawks? I don't know. I don't know who went there either. Oh, Hollabuck. Uh, he went there. Connor. Yeah, and Carter Hutton mm. Played for Buffalo. I don't. I don't know who he plays for now. But uh, they have Montreal colors,
1: so so it's probably your your favorite colors, eh? Oh, you wore the the socks one game, remember? Yeah,
0: Yeah. no, I I wore leaf socks, didn't I? Or was it Montreal socks? It was
1: a Montreal socks. That's when you're when you went minus five, yeah.
0: Remember, we (laughs) told a story, but yeah, yeah, I had. No socks going to hockey, and I had to borrow Bush socks. And for some yeah. odd reason, as an Oilers fan, he had Montreal socks, and we won seven four. And I was on the ice all four goals against. Yeah, you were. It was it was the socks, man.
1: <laughs>
0: so that's that's our uh, top five list. Yeah. I like, like some of these schools are small small schools, but I like their names though.
1: Hey, since I wasn't on 16, can I ask you guys a question? Well, did you have any side dishes for Thanksgiving? Yeah, like, everyone
0: has side dishes. You just don't have fucking turkey by itself.
1: Do you? do you have a favorite side dish? That was what I meant to say. did you, did you make your patented side dish or did
0: um or uh I don't like, really have you, a favorite like, one?
1: Like, did your did your mom make a dish that's oh I can't wait to eat this? Uh no. one
0: that paula's mom used to make and paula made a couple times puff turnip that was a good one
1: really yeah did you ever try that i don't know i'm not a, i've never tried turnips i don't think
0: no i it's no. good man what's yours
1: what did you You know what side um, dish? you know i used to just be whiskey? the the, whis, the whiskey you whiskey know the wine whiskey, the whiskey wine the you know You know, no, I used to do the old asparagus, but this year, uh, Sue made a uh, Brussels sprouts. No, 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 You got to knock it. Don't knock it till you try it, man. It's really good. I recommend it.
2: Really good.
1: Yeah. Well, she fried it up and she baked it like some kind of recipe she found, but man, she nailed it. Shout out to Sue for that. I don't know about that Brussels sprouts, are so <laughs> gross. Seriously, man. Like, like at watch- Brussels watch- sprouts
0: look like. Go-, Tony. go ahead. It looks like fucking goose shit. <laughs> no, one does. every time you eat it, now you're gonna think, "Ooh, goose shit." No,
1: yeah, because because my brother used to take all Brussels sprouts down. I was like, "What the hell? what's the appeal?" I was like, okay, whatever. So then, Sue made it uh, this past week and a half, and it's like, "Holy crap, this is really good!"
0: Huh? Uh, I'll take your word on it, and I'm, I'm okay. going to try it.
1: Tell you what, you'll do the Brussels sprouts; I'll do the olives.
0: Uh, I'll maybe do pineapple on pizza.
1: Oh, I'd call you out, call you out, but you won't, you won't answer. You heard it from me, folks. All of my listeners. I mean, all of our listeners. <laughs> all my
2: listeners settle down, man.
0: <laughs> settle down. Shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to be not kidding, guys.
2: <laughs>
0: all my listeners.
1: Okay. What
0: else are right, we talking on. Dennis. Dennis.
1: Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear. Man, oh, you know what? Um,. I'm uh, mixed emotions about this one as many people are aware in 2006 um here we go again here we go that certain team knocked out my beloved Edmonton Oilers within one game one goal of hoisting Lord Stanley and it happens to be the team that one of my that my favorite player plays on now the Carolina Hurricanes. so do you cheer a player or or do you just cheer or do you cheer the team that the player is on? What do you do?
0: I think you just got to look inside your heart and just forgive.
1: Forgive Carolina, man. See, that's what I think that the hockey gods have me have me see so much full of hate for the Carolina Hurricanes. They're just How can we heal this? How can we bridge this healing? I think you got to smudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for <First>, lay, <no.
0: laughs> lay some tobacco down and say a prayer and just wow. I forgive Carolina. But uh we posted a video of him all he was uh mic'd up during the practice, and it's still weird seeing him in Carolina yeah. all they're saying like mm-hmm. last last night's game, it, it was weird not seeing him on the ice. So I know how long will it take for you to get.
1: I don't know. Back to normal of back to normal. <laughs> because you seem pretty. Uh, uh... I'm still distraught. well, for one, it's a it's a it's a financial disadvantage because I got to buy two new jerseys with Ethan Bear on it now for Carolina.
0: Are you gonna get the crease syllabics on there? Yeah, yeah, I am.
1: I'm gonna do it. If 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 the National Hockey League lets them uh, put those syllabics on the I... jersey, then I will. I saw him there was a commercial
0: and he was walking down the tunnel and he had his Cree Syllabics on
1: his oh journey. maybe yeah
0: so and December 6th or 7th Carolina will be in Winnipeg
1: are you going to go um, um it's December 7th December 7th
0: on a Tuesday in Just, Winnipeg Tuesday are you going to go
1: yeah, I'm gonna go. Are you I'm gonna, gonna wear, wear your old Oilers jersey? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna wear the one with the syllabic, though.
0: Okay. What? Okay. Another thing. What is a loyal fan like? When your team, say we go to a game in Winnipeg, and the, your visiting team is there, your favorite team, oh, do you wear their we jersey, or do you not wear the jersey?
1: Like what?
0: Is a, <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: All right. Right. Because let me let me own up to it first. Okay, go ahead. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, to all of uh <laughs> all the listeners out there, uh I must say up front, I did not wear my Oilers jersey when I was watching yeah. the Oilers game, uh, when we went two weeks ago. I didn't wear it and I, I felt got... embarrassed after. I think you felt embarrassed like you wanted to wear the jersey, but yeah. I wanted to wear a dress, but it's when we looked at the lineup, we didn't see their their top starter was Zach Cassian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not knocking Cassian, but at all, but it's just it was their
0: <laughs> minor league team, their Bakersfield,
1: was, team, much. Bakersfield, and and some junior prospects. Like like their top D out there was Evan Bouchard. I'm not saying Evan Bouchard's a shitty defenseman, but
0: he made the team.
1: You know, he made the team, but if you if you're trying to check Kyle Connor first line and players like that and Wheeler, you know, you, you, there are you have to humble pie yourself and realize that you know what I'm I can't skate with these boys all the time. There's got to be top defensemen in front of me. So,
0: so we parked maybe two blocks away from the MTS Center. We go through security. We yeah. go through our our uh, COVID protocol and. Once you leave, once you enter the arena, you can't leave whatsoever. I did not know that. And Bush goes, Uh, I think I should go get my jersey. (laughs) Then Bush tried to go ask a worker, Can I go get my jersey? And (laughs) that worker told him, Nope, once you leave, you're gone for good. And I stood maybe around 10 feet. (laughs) I could hear, and I was just standing there laughing.
1: (laughs) I know you were. I could hear you.
0: I was like pointing my finger, laughing.
1: Okay, no. You didn't stop laughing all game.
0: No, I was funny. I think I was pissing <laughs> off Bush after. He's like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay that's I enough know. now. <laughs> but he did have an oralist uh, hat, but he brought two jerseys and they were stuck in my Jeep and you should have. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that, is Bush a loyal fan? That's the question. Uh, I would work if, 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 if it was against the Leafs and they had nobody and Just their Marley's team, I would still wear my jersey. No doubt. So
1: I think I've earned the right to not wear a jersey once in a while, though. Yeah, I don't know. So that's through their whole decade of darkness. I was a supporter. I was, but we go to
0: an Oilers game and you don't wear a jersey. So I don't know about that one. (laughs) I'm kind of doubting your loyalty. So do you think so? Well we were at that game, I said Josh Morrissey is a top ten defenseman in the league.
1: yeah, you did do you I uh, disagree I disagreed.
0: He's so good though like he's he's
1: I'm not saying he's he's not a shitty defense I don't I just don't think he should be in the top ten though oh I think he's top ten guaranteed but i he's he's definitely you know maybe top eleven just <laughs> not... <laughs>
0: Watch, he's gonna be—he's uh, gonna be in the Norris talk, man. You heard it no, you heard first. Josh Morrissey will be in the Norris Trophy talks this year. You don't think so? No. Definitely, man.
1: Is are we doing a bet for this year for uh, Edmonton versus Toronto?
0: Yeah. What do you want to bet?
1: A photo shoot.
0: You want to bet a photo shoot? What do you
1: mean? Well, wait, how often do we play each other? Because because we're not in the same conference right well, now. Well, right? twice. One twice. Oh, okay.
0: One in Toronto and one in Edmonton, right?
1: So it can't be a best of three type deal. No. Mm. You want to go point standings or goals for, goals against? No.
0: Why? <laughs> you have no faith in the top two scores in the league?
1: I think you have a bit more faith in uh Austin Matthews.
0: There you go. Another question to being a loyal fan. He doesn't trust McDavid and Dry saddle.
1: Well, I mean, okay, who else is Toronto going to pass on a power play?
0: Nylander? He's been scored. He scored last night.
1: Look at the power play for Edmonton. They got two power plays goal scores. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, Goals he's going or- nowhere. Right? Yeah. Jake Campbell versus uh, 38 veteran Mike Smith.
0: Mike Smith almost gave
1: up the puck a couple of times. <laughs> I know he tried to <laughs> sauce it up the middle and then he fucking gave it away. And he tried to give it to his D. His D mm-hmm.
0: was two feet away and he messed that up. He shouldn't play. Yeah, He's always known that at least a couple of times yeah. he mess up. Yeah,
1: and we like saw a proof. I saw a proof.
0: And it was like your pass is just intercepted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True story.
0: True story. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, this is hockey, non-hockey related, but uh, okay. the borders are opening up in November.
1: Yes, are, are that's what go, they say.
0: Go watch some hockey in the States?
1: I was thinking about going to go play some hockey in the States. Yeah. Well, that's not going to be till February March. Yeah, but like,
0: are you going to go to any wild games or Minnesota, Duluth, or... Bemidji State, or even go to North Dakota, go to Grand Forks and watch some North Dakota hockey. I
2: don't know, maybe.
0: I mean, just like a day trip, just, well, overnight trip. Go there, watch some hockey, come back. Yeah. Something to think about, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's cool with the border opening, though, finally. for Only for people who's been double vaxxed.
1: Double vaxxed, yeah.
0: So... A lot of people but are then, gonna uh, going to be going down there shopping, though, right?
1: Yeah. Or well, there... n- notice how they open up just enough for Black Friday.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hmm. I think we're going to head down there before Christmas. Do oh, some yeah. shopping, watch some hockey. At the Wild. At no, the Excel Energy no, Center. we we'll just go to uh, to Duluth and go watch. Oh, the okay. UMD Bulldogs. That's good hockey. But yeah, it's something to look. I'm looking forward to anyways. So yeah, for all you shoppers and you hockey parents, if your kids are playing in the states, it'd be way easier now. Yeah. Anything yeah. else before we uh, we head out of here?
1: I can't no. think of anything else. Nope. No. Look I'm at sure your you hair, man! You know, take a picture it's... of
0: your hair. Hang on. You have like 80s hair going on, man. Like platinum blonde? More yeah. like flock of seagulls. <laughs> See, look at that. Uh, you need a haircut, man. That's hey, true. Movember's coming. Should we do Movember to raise do, Yeah, let's to do raise, it. Up. To raise funds for, I think it's Something. mental health this year.
1: They're Is that a, Okay.
0: We should sign up and grow some uh some niche dashes <laughs>
1: oh yeah
0: just a mustache do so no goatee or no just a mustache
1: uh, okay i'll be up for it
0: and no um no burners there on the side
1: no nope, just straight okay just yeah let's do it up
0: okay well uh and it'll be a fundraiser too we'll raise yeah. money for mental health and <laughs> So that means you guys got to donate money for our cause so and if anyone else wants to join us welcome aboard and Mm. see who has the dirtiest porn stash
1: oh yeah damn right
0: mine will probably take me a month a good month the the end of november
1: till it starts seeing something well we got to do we got to have weekly uh progress though right
0: okay yeah we should Progress reports and we'll take pictures and post yep. it on the Facebook page. That sounds good. So uh, we'll look into it and sign mm-hmm. up. And hopefully we can raise some money for a good cause. With that being said, that was yes. episode 17. Thanks for joining. We'll Thank see you, you again. People. And if you guys want a shout out or want to be Cousin of the Week, shoot us a message on Facebook and we'll be more than happy to uh, give you a shout out and because of the week so um uh, so yeah so thanks for listening take care of each other love each other respect each other be safe be safe and we'll see you again yes Peace. we will okay, Ciao. See you guys